What's up, everybody? Welcome to the No Fold Podcast, where, ladies and gentlemen, check us out. We're in a studio. We've got the setup now. Thankfully, they actually gave us all the money. True. I we, won't tell what brand it was, but they're, they're out there. We purchased this studio for millions of dollars. And <laughs> after getting insane amount of investor money from Roasting Gary V, he just sent us his bank account. And now we're here. I mean, what are we, 12 episodes in now? We're 12 episodes in. A multi-million dollar podcast. And I am so glad to be... When people are like, overnight success is not real, we're like, ha, we did it. Investor money is, though. (laughs) Get that that seed money. Get all that real seed money. That's how we got here. But ladies and gentlemen... No Fold is not a news podcast, but No Fold is a Facebook hating podcast. And today on No Fold, we have an exclusive. Everybody knows it, but for us, it's exclusive. Facebook, Matt Floyd, is getting sued by the government, the US government. It's own soil, bro. It's about time. I mean, I, Facebook had it coming for them many, many Dude. moons ago. Facebook is getting sued by the U.S. government and 46 of the 50 states. Did I look up which ones are the ones that aren't suing Facebook? No, because No Fold isn't a news podcast. But 46 (laughs) states are coming at Facebook for it being a monopoly. I think, like, you you see, first off, Mark Zuckerberg, he's definitely an alien. 100%. So, like... He should have saw this coming a long time ago with the government finally. He's an alien, but he's definitely a robot because he's heartless. Because who else steals a company from the Gemini brothers? Yeah, but at the same time, like, I don't know. Like, he's he's an interesting fella and he shows no emotion, but at the same time, he knows what he's doing. Like, even a robot, like, that's like enough comp, like, enough concentration to figure out, like, you got to, like, solve the world's problems over Facebook. I don't think a robot is built like that, but definitely not from this unit, from this galaxy. Like, that's Mark Zuckerberg. So, like, he, he's definitely, like, he has nothing to say, or if he is going to say anything, he's going to be no emotion. They're just getting so mad. Oh, yeah. All the press releases, they're just like, I don't get why this is so meritless and doesn't make any sense. It's like, Facebook, you literally own the U.S. Yeah. More than the government does, and you won't give that information to the government. Yeah. Well, and, like, information, like, data privacy has been, like, such a hot topic for, like, years now. And so it's one of those things that I think people have – it's an, enough is enough. And they're like, we want answers. And Facebook's like, no, that door's staying closed behind us. We ain't opening up anything. And finally they're like, okay, cool, we'll sue. And they're like – bring it on now it's uh, now it's happening so it's just now like they don't know what to do yeah exactly now they're like oh they called my bluff uh but <laughs> this means that facebook dude they might have to like break up their entire company like if it goes through facebook will have to like instagram will have to become its own separate entity and they also have a monopoly on the vr market with the release of the oculus so they have yeah. to separate that too because they own over 60 percent of the vr market bro everything's gonna become so literally liquidated. facebook's just gonna die like mark zuckerberg's net worth is literally gonna like fall apart yeah and i think i'm it's, so excited yeah yeah i think it's one of those things that like people have wanted to see facebook die just because of all the stuff it's created which mostly like it's been more negative than it has been positive Granted, for, like, the internet, media, like, everything that's been going on with, like, current world news and stuff. So, like, 
it's one of those things now that we're at a point Facebook is going to go down. It's not going to continue to rise up. I think it's going to be something that like over the next year or two, like you said, it's just going to continue to like go smaller and smaller. Like they're already cutting a lot of like costs with like no one coming to a building anymore. That wasn't planned. They clearly were like, yo, we can't pay all these people to come to Facebook. Yeah. Work from home. Yeah. It's like you pay your own bills. Like we'll still pay you, but like you take care of yourself. Now it's just going to continue to get like those numbers of employees are going to get smaller and smaller until there's like a team of just like the original five that started Facebook. And they're like, all right, what do we do now? And they're like, well, no, let's try to create something new. That's what's going to happen. I think Facebook's going to go whoop, and then they're going to try to merge as like a new startup of some other Facebook 2.0. And it won't be the Facebook, so it won't ever be as successful, but he'll still be around. Like granted, it's Mark Zuckerberg. Unless someone like it takes them out. He's not going anywhere. He's going to be around for a while doing a lot of political, some like also like technology stuff, the fintech, the martech area. He's going to continue to like build in that like sector. But it's Facebook, dude. We want him to die. His net worth should just fall apart. And ladies and gentlemen, (sighs) speaking on Facebook, we also learned that for us, Matt, our content creator net worth is about to fall apart too. We just spent millions of dollars on this podcast studio. And we're not going to be able to make it back. Millions. Facebook's favorite child, Instagram, is removing the swipe up in the next two months. The swipe up. That, like, that is a, like, like, hey, hey, guys, go buy our merch right now. Swipe up. Like, it's gone. And they're, they're, why they're are they taking, taking it. it away? Doesn't make sense. Completely clueless. But they're doing it. And it's awful. I think that's Facebook's way of stabbing at us for like wanting to like send them on the walking plank is they're like, Oh, okay. You want to kill us. All right, cool. We're going to kill off some of our own. Like, like I'm going to cut my own arm off. And you're like, no, like that's what I love the feet. I love Instagram swipe ups. And they're like, "Huh, you don't love it enough to like get rid of us. So, and it's like, Oh shoot. Cause like they are in so much control. Like Facebook does so much of our daily, like life when it comes to, media when it comes to like situations when it comes to lifestyle like they've integrated into not just facebook in an app anymore it's like how we do our life and they've built in and bought so many other sectors that we don't even think i don't even think we know about like other pieces that he's bought into and like are building into for other companies that like at that point well i almost knocked over my mic dude these are new mic stands by the way everyone i'm i'm glad to see just take it yeah we're, we're taking on, it in. On the topic of Facebook, you mentioned in episode, I don't know, go find it, comment down below where he said it, but you were like ready player one, bro. Facebook, before getting sued by the U.S. government, funniest thing in the world, did try or is trying with VR to build a ready player one metaverse. So like they, they were trying to literally like own the U.S. Yeah. And the government was like, that's our job. Stop. But on the topic of Instagram and removing swipe ups, you know what the one thing nowadays, Matt Floyd, that is so crucial to a swipe up. The people that need it the most, people that do nothing but OnlyFans. <laughs> because how else? That's a fair point. How else are they going to promote it? Because they can't put an OnlyFans link. If you put if you put OnlyFans link directly in your bio on Instagram, gone. Yeah. So they have to add those stupid little things where you swipe up and it's five useless things and the one thing you came for, and with or a bunch of swipe ads. Up, it's going to suck. But OnlyFans has been on a roller coaster. Like, legitimately, guys, I want you to know, 
for the people back home. We planned this episode on Tuesday. We wrote out this episode and yeah. we said we need to cover OnlyFans stopping, you know, adult content. And then we got word, you know, two days, 48 hours later that OnlyFans went, eh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, that's 95% of our business. Yeah. So hurt back on that. <laughs> so glad to have glad to have all y'all back. Glad to see y'all are getting y'all bread. Yeah. But sucks that you can't use swipe up anymore. It looks like I'll have to find out how to get there via Twitter. <laughs> a bunch of just like tweet spaces that are like just out there in no man's land. You're just like sending URL links and people are like, do I click on it or is this a virus? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, OnlyFans it's staying around. It's staying around, and it's staying Dude, exactly what it came to be. They would have lost so much money. And so I think that's I when think they, they saw they the number. They're like, it's like when you're working on a calculator, and you actually get to the very end of like what you're calculating, and you're like, that's a big number. Mm. We might need to rethink this strategy. I think a bunch of people were like sitting there typing all the numbers out, and then people were dropping accounts left and right, and they're like, um, okay, this business is not profitable if we do this. It's like... Literally, you're taking out your organs of your beautiful company that you built with like everything in in pieces. It's just like, eh, let's just bre- let's just prioritize where everything's going, and then just like exclude all this. Okay, good luck. You're not gonna make it. Like, and I think that's what they got to the point where they're like, man, this I, is a bad idea. I think idea. what they realized is literally like, if they said like, okay, investors, we'll you know stop the adult content. They yeah. like you said, ran the numbers and went, oh, oh, we'll just zero out. Like, we won't make any. Yeah, we won't get any extra seed money. <laughs> we will literally just be the same company, just without. We'll make less money going forward. Dude, they would be like us in our situation right now, where we don't want to pay the taxes on this new space. So it's gonna be like, it's gonna be hard. So it's, we're gonna have to pull out. Some loans and yeah, stuff exactly like, just gonna exactly. say and that's where only fans was like only fans yeah I, that's what i'm thinking it's like we're gonna have to make a no fold only fans yeah just exactly may, maybe drop the url somewhere in twitter i don't know <laughs> tweet it a couple of times see what happens be there be there for when it happens we'll be ready but yeah only only fans realize that without creators they fail and ladies and gentlemen that long kind of long buildup was today we're talking all about creators and working with brands, not just OnlyFans, but we came together, planned out this episode, and we have built, you know, we wanted to highlight the yes. best collaborations between a brand and a creator, but we also wanted to cover for us as individuals what brands that you already see out there, the Raid Shadow Legends, the Honeys, what would we work with and what would we do with them? But then also brands that you just aren't, you know, like scrolling through YouTube, watching your favorite Cody Co. commentary video, and he goes, yo, I just want to thank Smuckers. <laughs> like, what if, what if we did a collab with Smuckers? What would that look like? And that's what we're talking about today. All about creator and brand collabs and why they're important. Yes. I think the importance of it and knowing that there's not like a brand out there that can't be utilized within the content creation space. I think a lot of people are like, some brands are like, there's no way you can create anything with this. Like it's a B2B company or it's a SaaS company. It's like, well, maybe it's not a direct to consumer product, but that's okay. Like you could still make amazing content for that. And I think it's just a matter of like the right content creator, the right influencer or the right strategy to come together and be like, yo, like 
you're not going to just be a company that only has like search ads. You can actually come up with creative content and make this thing really cool and also make it relatable to like just everyday people. And I think that's what the true win is for companies like Smuckers is like, bro, like I remember those things. I remember how many things, how many Smuckers I ate in the past with the Uncrustables and stuff, dude, like stupid amounts. But I think when you are able to bring it into a new generation, a new society that's like doesn't really understand it, but is kind of cool with either a situation, a scene, or a person, like you said, a content creator that's of popularity currently in this time in life, that's when they're like, okay, cool, let's capitalize on this. And it most likely will succeed because it's out of the ordinary. It's not the same, oh, hi, talking head like on Instagram that everyone else sees for the longest time. It's like, genuine like content creation at its finest of yeah. just the most random things that people are like that's cool because it's it's unique and it's one of a kind like i want to do a, I, I think it'd be cool to do like clorox like it's clorox it's bleach but like if you could do some kind of stunt like a david blaine and be like yo he's gonna survive like a tank of bleach you're like what the <laughs> like people would literally I don't think clorox will be down for that no 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 i mean i'm just saying just throwing out no, ideas no. but like Nofold does not consent to you spending 24 hours in bleach, but if you do, I didn't say 24 hours. That was a tank of water. I'm saying like he would just get dunked in a tank of bleach. I mean, that'd be pretty crazy, but I'm saying like someone that's of power, of influence, of creative content that's able to like work with a brand that's just so like old school, so railway mindset yeah. of just like it's just chugging along and it will always be there, but no one really cares can be a company that people care about at one point so in short if you're if you're a brand owner or if you work in like a part of a business where you have the ability to say like we should do this type of marketing if you aren't doing influencer marketing you're losing thanks for coming yeah so, that's pretty much it today at the we're point of discussing it. why you are a failure <laughs> and the first thing i wanted to cover is our collaboration mvps so mm. We wanted to highlight like a brand. I specifically kind of went for a brand, but like that just has absolutely just said like influencer marketing is the future. Let's do it. So I wanted to throw it to you. Start from oldest to youngest and say, okay. Matt, who's your collaboration MVP? Bro, I know it's something that probably half of this audience is going to know about and the other half will be like, I've never heard of these people. Dude, liquid death. It's one of those companies that came out of nowhere. I kind of talked about it with friends. I've seen it as an advertisement on the Tiny Meat Gang podcast and other places where they're like blowing up. But they have revolutionized a D2C company crushing it with creative content. They just released their own horror film. I don't know if you saw that. A 45-minute horror film they just dropped this last week. 45 minutes? 45 minutes of constant horror horror of murdering your thirst murdering thirst it's like a horror movie it's like um um if you had seen like any of the uh not the jigsaw but um uh texas chainsaw massacre it's like that kind of same kind of like almost like super graphic and you're like what it's literally about canned water people liquid death is a spring mountain water source that literally is in a can that's like good for the environment, it's recyclable, it's, they're trying to kill off plastics. And pretty much what they've done is created this massive campaign that could have just been a cool water brand. 
Like they yeah. could have just been like the one with the cool graphics thrown into a convenience store, sold off, and we're like, that's good enough. No, they were like, let's take it up a notch. Let's do this whole branding setup of it's a it's a lifestyle. It's a a way of life. And they encapsulated that within the whole liquid death brand and the murdering your thirst, like the graphics you should see. It's crazy. I mean, like insane stuff but then like i said the horror film they're doing all these other brand collaborations with other brands they're making these unique like collectible items that you can get like the axes the like liquid dead didn't they do didn't they did they a helmet the, too didn't they do the um like tony hawk put they just dropped that yes that was the one thing they also did where they took tony hawk the the professional skater i don't know if the younger audience might michael know michael jordan of skateboarding yeah dude like underground like the 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 legit person of skateboarding he pretty much took his blood yes it was sanitary and everything but they literally took part of his blood and put it onto the deck of a skateboard and they created their own branding piece with it and said like murdering your thirst liquid death with tony hawk's blood what like no other brand has done that and that's where i was like dude hats off to them and it's continuing to win. It's actually a cool thing. And a lot of younger audiences are like, yo, that looks cool. Like there's kids actually like making posters and like all these crazy things of like murdering this, murdering that. And you're like, this is kind of like heavy, but it's all around the thirst, like just drinking more water, staying hydrated. And I'm like, that's super cool. Like it's water. Jeez. It's water at the end of the day. And they made water cool. I'm done. Rest my case. <laughs> so, in conclusion, Matt Matt's collaboration MVP is Liquid Death. So, props to you, Liquid Death. Um, what about yourself, sir? What about for me? Well, mine is definitely not as grunge metal, hit him like kiss of death kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I was thinking about like what brand just like outside of like the Honeys and the Raid Shadow Legends and all that stuff. Like what brand is just like made sure that like when you think of them you think of a creator Mm -hmm. and i was like dude it's current like current is a mobile (laughs) banking app which if you don't already know i bumped the mic stand still getting used to this um they're brand new current is a basically like a banking app that was originally started for like teens as like a teen banking thing and then they took it to like gen z basically so from like ages like 16 to 25 Mm. Um, but from the like very beginning of them being a brand, all they do is influencer marketing. And like, I was looking into their history a little bit to figure out like why, or like how long they've done it. If it was something where they just kind of like started and then, but no, they have like worked with influencers of small size from like the very beginning. Like their fourth post on Instagram is with an influencer. And I was like, they clearly had a plan here to leverage creators to basically like tell the youth that like mm-hmm. banking's cool. Um, and again, no fold's not a news research podcast too much. So we don't know exactly how banks make all their money. We're not financial advisors either. <laughs> We're not, this is not financial advice. Um, I don't have a current card, uh, but current, for what it's worth, like they really, when it came to creators, they had a plan yes. of like, we're starting small and we're going to shoot for the moon. And Current really started as far as like the Instagram was back in like early 2019. Mm -hmm. And now you're looking at Current who is now working. They did like a Mr. Beast thing to start off the year. Mr. Beast has a reach of over 122 million across all platforms. They were a big sponsor in two 
boxing fights. They were for Jarvis, and they also I forgot about for that. Logan yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and but for me, Current really stepped into my realm when Arak was on his grind to a million subscribers because they were the first company to sponsor him. That's how he got the couches. Oh, okay. He hit them up and said, "Like, hey, can we make this happen?" And they were like, mm, I don't know. Ah. He's like, uh, we'll do it over the whole series. You pay me. And they're like, sure. And now current is like, I'm pretty sure Eric's like invested in the company. Yeah. Like to like, so it's insane to like see how current as a brand, like looked at this like small creator, just saw the vision and just went like, like, let's, let's do it. Cause they recognize that like, even in a way, like if, if this kid buys these couches and then he goes to Logan Paul and he goes, yeah, I bought these couches with my current card. Then that makes Logan Paul go, hmm, a sponsorship? And then it, down the line, Logan Paul's getting sponsored by current for the Floyd Mayweather Logan fight. Paul fight. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that is like, they were just like so smart with everything that they did. Yeah. And like, it's all they do. Like, I just see current in everything. Every like creator at some point is just like, guys, you need a current card. And I wouldn't be surprised if like this next generation, like probably I'd say like if you're like 15 to 17 right now, yeah, you'll probably go the rest of your life with a current card. No, I could definitely see it. Like the, the regular banking system is on a decline. Like people are realizing that like having a Venmo account, a PayPal cash app and like being able to like get your own card and utilize that card as real money like for the longest time it wasn't that but now that platforms and like banking platforms have like popped up that are like the basic financial institutions are like you got to pay for an account these are all free how do you compete with that well you have to start like leveraging that you have to like offer different other free stuff so like it's going to get to a point where it's going to be so competitive that it's going to be easier to just have it all on your phone and who's winning at that current cash app uh, Venmo, ease of access, debit cards, savings accounts, rolling it into like 401ks and like places like Acorns and stuff where you can just like round up to the nearest dollar. Like it's insane. So like that as a technology platform is going to continue to be successful. But what, like you said, what's made them the the best mobile banking brand has been their influencer marketing strategy because no other brand has done that. Vimo gives out the whole money. Like everyone gets the Instagram notifications of like, oh wow, we're giving around, giving away $20,000 a day, but they're not doing anything with like influencers. Yeah. And like you said, to be able to leverage something as early as ARAC, and actually, can you explain to the audience that, I mean, so I feel like some people might not know who ARAC is and stuff, but being able to see that kind of like rise to fame, but current being able to be smart enough to see that and jump on it early enough and not just wait until he's at his top of his success and then reach out to him, but kind of ride the wave with him. I mean, basically without uh, current ARAC would not be where he is today. Okay. Like that's basically it. If, if he didn't get the money from current, like current, as far as I know, within like the story of it was one of the last brands to accept the Squarespace is the everything oh, else. Okay. It's either like you're too small or like this is too risky. Like current was one of the last people to say like, sure, we'll do it. And even then they didn't give him all the money. And oh, okay. so we still had to like pull out his own stuff. But like without current, he wouldn't have been able to buy the couches. Yeah. Like he would have taken out the loan. But then like, who knows if the videos would have performed as well because he was like thinking about the money or whatever. So he messed up in an edit or something. But like current really like jump started his career. And yeah. That's something where in a way current 
wins even more because they can leverage that. And I also think it's interesting they did leverage that because on Current's website, you can go to Current's website and you can apply now to be a current creator. Wow. Like hashtag current creator. And their whole thing is like no idea too big. So basically, they're just like, we're a bank. We have money. We'll just throw it at you if we like your idea. So like for us, if we have some insane idea for any creator, like current, if you're listening, current, if you're we're coming for you, we'll start every episode by just swiping the card. Literally, I'll just be like, like just right off the intro. This this episode of a no fold is sponsored by current. If you aren't using current, then fuck you. Exactly. <laughs> then go home and download now. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, for like just the more and more I thought about, it, I was like, yeah, like current will literally just like throw money at, any, at anything. And I think for like brands too, like if you are a brand that just like, like when people think about you, you're just involved in money. You need to just be throwing money at creators because you are, you are an investment. Yes. Too. Like you are like honey. That's their whole thing. They save people money and then they took that money and they just give it to creators. So all you think about when you think about honey is money. Like you aren't uh, thinking about anything else. You're just thinking about how honey, you know, can save you money. Honey can save you money, but honey is also like providing creators opportunities it's not like a brand being like okay yeah we'll support you but you have to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with our smuckers it's like currents like you don't need to you know like walk into a bank just like here's ten thousand dollars figure it out yeah and as like you said if they have a good idea it, yeah yeah it's just that's, and I was like, that's crazy. genius just like giving creators the opportunity to create which i think is like currents really defining that as a brand, like going forward, like every single brand needs to think about just like, if you want to do influencer marketing, let the creator create. Yeah, dude, I think uh, one of those, uh, one of those companies that I feel like we're sleeping on, but like could become the next like current General Mills. Think about all the cereals. Like cereal company? Bro, all of the cereals, all the stuff. Look up, like I, I encourage people to look up what General Mills owns, similar to Post. Those companies own so much and they are making buku bucks based off of just the direct-to-consumer stuff if they were to leverage it like but like you like your reaction just now made it apparent that no one cares general mills cereal what if they were to ride this influencer wave and make like certain cereals similar to like mcdonald's when they bro very much so but like New, not just athletes, not just sports, but if like so, like Travis Scott and Reese's Puffs, yes, or Little Yachty and Reese's Puffs, bro, yeah, more of that. I, don't I know think if that's there's General Mills, but yeah, I think it's like it's, it's that same kind of concept, but across like all the cereals. Like you have Captain Crunch. What if there was like Migos Crunch? True. Like that would be cool. Ninja I've Pops, seen bro. Ninja Pops. That's our original <laughs> idea. No one take that. Ninja, if you've you listened that, to that, coming for your yes. But I think that there's something to it, and I think companies like that, like they're not hurting for money. Similar to like, sounds like current. It doesn't sound like they're hurting for money. It's not like, oh wow, we're giving this money away and we hope it works because we're gonna lose out on it. Like they wouldn't do that. That's not a smart financial business move. Yeah, they're leveraging what they have. General Mills and Post has a lot. So I think if they were to make it cool, then more people would be like, yo, that's cool. Next time I go to the store, I'm going to buy like two boxes of that because that's like one of my favorite creators or that's one of my favorite music artists. Like 
that's what McDonald's did. And look at the success they had with the Travis Scott meal. So like, it's just going to become a thing now in the future for the next like five to 10 years that you'll see it. Companies that do that kind of influencer marketing and companies that don't, they'll stay relevant. They'll stay good. They're just going to continue to just like at the same plane, they're not going to rise up and you'll see other companies rising up and you're like, how are they rising up? Influencer From marketing, of bro, they, cause that's where all the eyeballs are at. That's where all the attention at, not newspapers, not TV news. No one cares. What they care about is like social media and YouTube and any other platform when it comes to like new marketing mass media. True. Done. Outside of Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Facebook. Yucky. Done. But speaking on that, as influencers ourselves, kind of. <laughs> yeah. We're getting there. So we also had two other things we wanted to talk about within collaborations, but that's for ourselves. We had a regular collaboration, collaboration, which is, you know, the, the stuff that you regularly see, the Honeys, the Squarespace, the Raid Shadow Legends that we could kind of pick from that we see all the time to pitch. Not really pitch, but like, what would we do if Squarespace hit us up or whatever? And then we had an out-of-the-box collaboration of a brand that just doesn't do influencer marketing outside of like technically athlete marketing's influencer marketing. Yeah. But like that out-of-the-box. So Matt... For you, what is your what is your regular collaboration? My regular collaboration was something that like I've been wanting to do for a little bit, and I honestly will still actually try to pull this off because I think it's pretty cool. Um, some companies I've seen pull it off, or some uh, influencers, but not with like certain markets, or it's not certain companies within this market, but like vehicles. And I was like, hmm, there's a lot you can do with vehicles. And you see them in ads, you see them in like commercials, you see them in like Instagram pictures and stuff. But I was like, what if they did like a full on collaboration with like an adventure? And I'm like, Jeep. I bought a Jeep. I love my Jeep. I love driving the Jeep. I've always wanted a Jeep. So when I finally got it, I was like, man, there's something to it. And I think just as like I say, a regular collaboration, because this is something I could see actually working out depending on the pitch deck that I present and my branding and everything like that. But going on like a two week long adventure, filming it with my two dogs, as you know, how crazy they are, two cyber and huskies. We are um, thankful they are not in this set. Exactly. But I love them to death. And I saw another account on Instagram called Loki, the wolf dog. And a lot of his pictures, it's another cyber and husky, I think Alaska Malamute mix, but it's with Toyota and Toyota Forerunner. Yeah, and I saw a lot, a lot of that stuff on like Instagram. Yeah. Collabs. And so I saw that and I was like, hmm, but I haven't really seen anything for Jeep. So that's why I was like, you know what? Let me leverage that to my advantage. I have a Jeep. I have dogs like that. And Jeep's all about living outside the box. Like that's how Jeep's always been, customizing it, making a box then. The car is a box, but you're always modifying it. So you're living outside of that. Got it. There's a tent on top. So you're living outside of your (laughs) car. But uh, I think it's something that would be super cool. And if it was done right, doing like a two to three week long adventure, filming it, showcasing where the Jeep is going everywhere you can go the night stuff the daytime stuff the adventures the like the vlog kind of style but then getting some nice like branding some nice like far away distance shots for like stills and stuff but being able to like package this and be like hey based off of like what i'm able to accomplish this is how much i'm asking for just to cover expenses and a little bit for myself could i rent so-and-so jeep the newest one and be able to like just take it for so many miles and just create content with it i think like 
Jeep's not hurting for cars. Like they continue to make cars. They're not going to be like, oh, wow, we're going to be missing this one Jeep. We're going to lose so much money. I think for them and other companies like that, like you should leverage your product because it costs you nothing to make it because you have so many of them out there already inventory wise. So like let one go with the right person and just let them create amazing content, ship it back to you. And then you literally don't have to work on anything. You don't have to think, Hmm, what are we going to do for fall of 2021? No, you literally had a content creator slash influencer create this whole campaign for you. All you got to do is make it look nice and deliver it in the right way and on the right platform. Yeah, that's it. And I think that's going to be kind of like a collaboration I'm going to work on. So like hopefully no other creators like try to do that in this area. But like hopefully make some music video reviews first, build up the clout, you know? Yeah. Got to get those music video I'm wait, reviews. I'm waiting on them. I'm waiting on them. I think I'm going to do that. And I also have some reality TV shows that I'm going to do some reviews on too. Because so I think they're kind of fun. Matt, Matt Floyd will become a commentary YouTuber is yes, what I'm dude. hearing. Yeah. Yeah. Just not sports. I ain't no Bob Mennery of like sports and stuff, but it's going to be, it's going to be some fun stuff. Uh, I'm pretty pumped. I'm doing yeah. some commentary stuff too. So we'll see. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, getting into it. Dude. But what about you? Like regular collaboration, just plain old business. Plain old business. Well, for me, I'm a YouTuber first. Make sure to go subscribe. We're trying to hit 100 subscribers because I realized. How many you, views you got? Uh, I think like five, 5,000. Oh, I thought like you said like five, like five views. I was like, I, what? I have, I have <laughs> stupid, like my views literally look like this. First video, second video, third video, fourth video. Was it all the thumbnail and the caption? I think so. Yeah. I went back through and like fixed a couple of my thumbnails and captions because, oh, man. Um, That's a whole nother video right there. Dude, seriously. Uh, we could get into me and YouTube. Um, but for me, I, I am someone who wrestles with the idea of collaborating with Squarespace. I'm like, when oh, I get that big, okay. when Squarespace hits me up, am I going to do the collab? And I always like think about it because I've heard mixed things about Squarespace. Squarespace, if you're listening to this, sponsor the podcast. But... Um, I've always heard mixed things about Squarespace because Squarespace is like, they have all these like things and like really good courses, but for every good course, there's a bad course on Squarespace mm -hmm. and anyone, you can go into Squarespace and like take a YouTube video and download the video and just upload it to Squarespace and sell it as your own course. This is true. Which is like, like, um, yeah. um, then what's, where's the validity in it? Um, but I've always had the idea for ever since I started doing creative stuff of like, what if I just like bought Squarespace for a month and like tried to, uh, like just learn from it as my only learning knowledge source, just to see if it's like really legit or if all I'm there for is the MKBHD video course, which everyone promotes now. Yeah. Um, but I took that idea and said, what if I just challenged Squarespace with that idea? So I had, oh, okay. I had this idea of working with Squarespace and saying that I want to spend a week studying one subject on Squarespace, like putting in eight hours a day or maybe even less, 24, 48 hours, whatever like looks good in a title. And then I have to get, I have to use that subject and teach a full like seminar on that subject. It can be literally anything. I, and it has to be something I've never done before. So like, graphic design or like cooking like really advanced or something like that where i'm just like like at the start of that week i, like I knew nothing uh -huh. at the end of that week i am teaching people how to do it if squarespace is like i'm looking at you squarespace if you're really as like you can learn anything you can like as legit as grow as a creator mm -hmm. prove it give yeah. me give me a month 
Give me a month's a $35.99 subscription and wave that fee, please. <laughs> and and like I'm genuinely curious to like yeah. see what it what it'll look like and see, you know, if what it'll expose or not expose and find out the Squarespace is a good platform or not a good platform. And the Squarespace really believes in themselves and they'll take the challenge. Yeah. No, I mean it's the same thing for my Jeep thought. Like they're giving away temporarily a car. That's a lot of different like liabilities that they can take in when like something can go wrong or the content's not good. Like, but in the in the scale of success and failure for a business that size and for you of your size, like they're gonna be at a pro or at an advantage no matter what the Just outcome like purely is. Purely based on yeah, exposure. Exactly. Good. Yeah. Right? Like you're, they're not going to lose. And so for smaller content creators like ourselves and other ones out there, like leverage that knowing that these companies are of great size that you coming in and like creating something that truly is creative and a good like concept branding design campaign package that the companies on the other side have nothing to lose. If they never put it out, they never put it out. So they like spent a little bit extra on like a small little campaign that never worked out. Sucks for them. And it like, yeah, it sucks for you. But at the end of the day, like they're not going to be at a worse disadvantage than you are. You just tried shooting for the stars and worst case scenario, you landed on the moon. Okay, cool. You're still up there. Like that's where I think a lot of smaller content creators should take these challenges of reaching out to these bigger brands because the worst they say is no and you're back to where you started yeah and I why think not the brand should take take a chance on the smaller oh yeah 100 percent. Like, coming at you squarespace let me tell you it gets a little annoying when i'm sitting there watching a video and they're like man did you see that cool effect you know where i learned that squarespace, squarespace. and i'm like what okay like what part of you equals squarespace and then it's always the same ad read it's always start figure out a way to segue into learning talk about squarespace recommend a course and then give your code and the ad's done every single time yeah and you find it whether it be like yeah i've been wanting to learn how to draw so i've taken you know this person's course and i've I've really enjoyed it and anyways use my code and like I hate this. Like it, like there, it's not seamless. Yeah, it doesn't feel. You can like tell it's creator, forced. Yeah, it doesn't feel like the creator cares. Like yeah. they're just like getting their paycheck. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So for you, Squarespace, if you and I collab, it's gonna be good, and a lot of people are gonna like it. And I'm gonna teach a course on how to fillet a chicken, and it's gonna be funny. <laughs> Bro, I would pay money to see that. Exactly. I definitely would. Because I use the code. You go on to Squarespace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like, definitely get the discount works. code. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to pay full price for that. Are you kidding me? No. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you won't need to because Squarespace will sponsor this podcast. Exactly. If you aren't using Current and Squarespace, then. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeep, supply us with vehicles, please. It'd be exactly. really nice to be able to pull this off. Actually, Jeep. So if you're hearing this, <laughs> just like send one over so I can get to the podcast studio next time. Yeah. My, uh, my scooter is not going to get me pretty far in life. Exactly. <laughs> but to to get on you know we hit one we hit two but we're coming down on three and i think this is gonna be the fun part little little flex of the storytelling skills here matt floyd i want actually you know what since you asked me and we're kind of going this way i'm gonna throw it back to you real quick gonna throw it throw back it back to, to you with the sure. out of box but i just want to like try it just back right, to back out, out of the box so for all y'all people that are here listening we gave the last thing we gave is an out of the box yes, collaboration you said so any brand mm-hmm. that doesn't collab with anyone so matt kind of gave that with jeep but jeep's more in the realm of like instagram i feel yeah uh, i was thinking mostly youtube so i really thought like what brands just don't creator they don't do anything with creators 
And since he threw it back to me, Matt Floyd. Yeah, I wanted to mix it up. Uh, it's a no-fold mentality, dude. Mixes it up. Also picks nothing but Vlog Squad members in episode whatever it is of the No Fold podcast, um, where we also talked about collaborations. Um, but for me, <sighs> I thought about it. Hate. Again, I'm a YouTuber, so I was thinking purely title thumbnail. I thought about Jamba Juice. I was Jamba like, Juice. I was like, what is Jamba Juice's target? Or, I mean, they're Jamba now, but like, what is their target audience? My age range. They want people from age 16 to 35 mm -hmm. to walk in and buy an $8 smoothie every single day. And I was like, why aren't they using YouTube? Why aren't they leveraging creators? Because of I, I all I, all they need to do is just for a creator just to be like whatever they're doing. As long as they're sipping a Jamba Juice, it just puts it in their brain that like Jamba Juice is what is giving them the carbohydrates to get this done. Yes, um, that's true, dude. That's a good that's a good brand. Exactly. But when I was thinking through title thumbnail of what I wanted to do for a Jamba Juice collab, I obviously went for the moon because they haven't done anything. So I clearly get the best idea first. And I was like, I want to make a massive blender. Like I'm talking oh, flip a lawnmower okay. over and make a just pull the motor from it and exact, just throw it into a like blender. Michael Reeves style, never done anything like that before, probably going to cause a ruckus. But then I want to make that in my garage, you know, throw it on a truck and take it to a public place like a college campus or like an outdoor shopping mall. And then okay. just like get up on a ladder and just put in like dozens of fresh Jamba Juice fruit because that's all they offer into the Organic blender fruit. and blend it all up and then just like I don't know what to do about it but just like figure out a way to like get the crowd hyped and make the video worth watching and then just like distribute it out to people as like, I like that like my own custom Jamba Juice drink or something or not even custom Jamba Juice drink but just yeah. like Jamba Juice gave me the like materials to use for this and then of course video titles just i made the world's largest blender but you know that's a good one exactly and i feel like jamba juice can like just like leverage like jamba i feel like for now that i'm thinking about it honestly like banks and financial companies are really good at just throwing money at people mm -hmm. but like food based companies are also really good at just like supplying the creator yes like, outside of like bang energy no thank you but like <gasps> bang <laughs> bang energy i'm i'm jacked right now let's go podcast number 12 whoa that's literally i just drank a but, bang so but i think though even looking at bang like the idea of how just even in like a skit like they yep. just open it up which is like hey bro and then they just like drink their bang and they're like what bro like, you know, it's just there. Like, it's just exists. It's just a product. Yeah. All it is is just like, like they can leverage that mental association. Mm -hmm. Just like, like, oh, like Mr. Beast is like, guys, I'm so tired of being in this like concealed like confinement for 50 hours. What's going to keep me going? Oh, man, bro. This protein bar. You know, like, yeah, like that's all like they need to do. And it doesn't need to be this like use my code. But it's just like I'm surviving because of this food item or this drink item or stuff like that. But that's why Jamba Juice coming at you just being like, man, building this blender, the world's largest blender. That's so tiring. Let me just go get an apple and greens from Jamba Juice. You know, just so simple, yeah. so seamless. But it works. I like that, dude. And I just don't think brands are thinking about how like easy it is just to be like, if your whole goal is just to incorporate into like so, like a regular person's daily lifestyle, just allow a creator to just do the same thing just on video.
or on in a photo what kind Bro. of photos are photo ads are gross but like you know just like it's so 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 simple yeah i i think that's a a great company to like pick because they're definitely like they're not doing anything crazy they're not doing anything like you said out of the box which is why that was a great like one for this topic but it's a it's definitely a company that's going to be around they're going to continue to make money with selling smoothies and the bowls and whatever they do now with like pastries and stuff i think they have like some kind of like like breakfast sandwich thing too so it's like that's just going to be a competitor compared to like starbucks and stuff but just on the healthy drink organic smoothie side and like if you can crush that and especially get a couple of influencers like you said that just like put together good campaigns and a crazy like the world's largest smoothie like machine and it's just like a gigantic blender and you're literally just throwing like literally just like buckets and barrels of fruit just jumping them in there i think that would be epic and people would definitely want to watch that and be a part of that and be like oh where's this happening at okay cool come to this location and it's just literally masses of people i think that would work awesome exactly exactly but yeah so for for you matt what is what is your out of the box if i could work with this brand this is what i am doing with them you don't need to pitch it you just get it what do you what's your out of the box brand i swear <laughs> you'll call smuckers. me no no you'll call me crazy <laughs> Scott's lawn and garden. Like fertilizer. What are you going to do with them? I'm flipping over a lawnmower and turning it into a blender. What are you doing? Windex was the other one that you could do some crazy stuff with. Yes. Think about like, I'll give you the first one is Scott's lawn and garden. Just give me Scott's here. Okay. Yeah. Scott's because think about the, the amount of money People spend, like you're still young, so you don't have a house and I don't have a house either, but you like aren't even thinking about a house. People that have houses, the amount of money they spend on their landscaping and like creating this masterful getaway oasis, whether it's the perfect backyard, the grill, the like section of your thousands and thousands of dollars people spend on just landscaping around their house. Granted, they don't even they don't even live there. They just live in the house, but on the outside, they have to make it perfect. And there's these places called like Streets of Dreams, uh, where it's just a bunch of homes that are built for modeling. Literally, like the craziest structures. Money is not an issue. Like just whatever you can think of, and you can build build it in these like neighborhoods. And they literally build out these massive homes, beautiful landscape structure. So for me, I was like, yo, Scott's Lawn and Garden, like. Their, their, their products are just going to be consume, dump in the grass and spread and fertilize, like you said. But if you were able to make like the craziest backyard set up, like think about it, you could take a street of dreams home and be like, Hey, like I'm going to make this like crazy amount of fertilizer and it's going to be a push fertilizer. So like, I don't know if you ever seen, I actually fertilized grass at one point in my life and you bump, dump it in this like little bar- yeah, barrel and then it just has a spin, but it's just two wheels and like you have to push it. Think about someone pushing like this across like a massive, massive golf course. And it's just like, and that's all you see is just someone like literally and that in your head. You're like, there's no way this man has fertilized all of this area. So like I was either thinking golf courses or like the craziest backyard setup and being like, yo, like 
people are asked like, wow, how do you take care of your lawn? You're like, let me come show you. And they literally come out to this massive like DJ booth, crazy pool party, barbecue, head chef. And they're like, yo, and you're like, it's just another weekend. And they're like, how do you keep this? Scott's Lawn and Garden, man. I was definitely thinking like very much like when you mentioned, you started talking about like lawns and how attached Americans are to lawns for whatever reason. I told you, man. Like, it's just I something. just like thought of that like moment in my head of like HGTV type stuff where you like, like let's say you made a video and you're like, I transformed my best friend's backyard. 100%. And they're like, dude, like my lawn used to be yellow. Like what did you do? And you're like, oh, thanks for mentioning. This video is sponsored by Scott's. Yeah. <laughs> like know? literally just, just a simple so plug. Seamless. Yeah. There's nothing to it. There's no thought process because it's like, Clearly, it took a lot more than just this to build all this, but the root foundation and being able to make a brand cool and relevant, everyone's during COVID, during COVID, or everyone's been through COVID, during COVID in those months where people had to stay home, the amount of money that people spent on renovating their homes, like my wife works at a plant store, the amount of money that people spent on plants because they were indoors all day and they were like, man, that plant's going rough. I need to go buy a new one or man, I need some more greenery in here. I'm on all these Zoom calls. Like they spent so much money. So like for someone to have like a commercial or like a series of like the craziest backyards of 2020, 2021 during COVID because everyone's home. It's like, I'm going to create my own oasis in my backyard because I can't go anywhere. I can't fly. I can't travel here. So I'm going to create my own vacation in my backyard. How crazy are you going to get? Well, you first got to start with a good lawn. What are you going to use? Scott's Lawn and Garden. Done. True. And I think that's just an out of the box. Like it easily. just works so well though. Yeah. It's just seemed like you said at the very beginning, you were like, I want this to be seamless. I'm like, boom, that's as seamless. Yeah. It's literally just drop it in the grass and let the grass do its thing. Like yeah. spread it evenly. That's all you got to worry about. Same thing with Windex. Windex was just a fun one. Cause I think of just like crazy heights. Like I, I remember window cleaners and they're like on these like skyscrapers. And I just imagine like just an everyday person just like dropping down and just like seeing this one, like just disgusting spot on a window and they're just like whip out Windex and you just see it and it's the shot and like the other person is on the other side of the glass that's just like doing their cubicle work and they look out and it looks like this crazy like Thor kind of character is just like and they're like and he's literally like and then he looks away and like that's that's it like that's all the commercials that the people are just like okay man like and it's just like you can just he has headphones on he's jamming out he's having the time of his life and i was like dude that's an easy windex plug right there literally streak free like shine easy on like a skyscraper so you just pick the most craziest place where glass could be dirty and shoot like a little bit of a social promo right there and there you go and it's the guy that just saves the day by cleaning spots on windows and he just goes all around the world to these crazy places and these crazy distances to clean this glass because it has a little dirty spot on it or it's just like a dirty pane that's it exactly so that's why i think it would be a cool one those would be cool out of the box ones just like in a nutshell true i like it though it works but to come to a conclusion we want to kind of wrap it all up you know put it put this all nice little bow on top bow. episode 12 yeah. of the no fold podcast to say i think we should cover like the why like why is this important why for you listening if you're a creator or yeah. if you're a brand or if you're anything in between like why is this important? And if you're someone in between, like look at this stuff when you are like following brands and stuff like what yep. part of this matters. Um, I think 
that for me, I will cover like why it matters for a creator. And then you, Matt, marketing guru himself, download his course today. Um, we'll cover like why it's for brands. So I can go first. Yeah. Um, but I think for creators, like why a really like a good seamless collaboration and even like an out of the box collaboration is important is because of the fact that it is, you know, frictionless. I think it's really important for if you're a creator to think about it, like with every brand you come across is like how well can I fit them into my brand and into my video? If you need, mm -hmm. if you have to stop your video completely outright to talk about a brand or if it has nothing to do with your brand, either restructure your video or keep searching for another brand deal. And I get yeah. it, we aren't necessarily there. We aren't, we don't understand what it's like to be at the halfway through the month and being like, well, frick, if I don't take the Squarespace deal, I'm not gonna be able to pay rent. But at the same time, I really think it's it has longer lasting impact if yes. you're thinking through of the fact of if I integrate with this brand well, then I can charge more in the future because I can get more ROI than everybody else who they mm -hmm. paid X amount of dollars for at first. Or, you know, you look at like the David Dobrik and the Sea Geeks, rest in peace, but that's your fault, David. Um, but it was so like David Dobrik was one of the first people to like acknowledge how yes. important it is to be seamless with a brand, how important yeah. it is to as a brand, you know, be nothing but supporting the creator. You mm -hmm. don't want the ad read. You want the creator to almost become the ad for whatever they are for that minute. Like it should feel just like. Like any time now, if the Scott's thing for you, if you made that video, if it goes well now, anytime someone's looking at a lawn, whether it be a good lawn or a bad lawn, they either go, that lawn uses Scott's or that lawn should use Scott's. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. because of the fact that like Matt Floyd doesn't do a backyard renovation without Scott's. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like just that idea. And so for creators, think through that and really think about like, does does this work or do I need to go in and will my title thumbnail change if I take this brand deal yes. because I need to make it mm -hmm. work really, really well? Or just take like a honey deal and then just be like, hey, yo, I got money. For cash money. out, got the bag, I'm <laughs> out of here. This sponsored by Cash App. You know what it is. Just going, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's for creators. But for Matt, as the marketing guru himself, what what makes it important for a brand on that side to have a good collaboration i think for brands there's just not there's not a negative result for not or for working with influencers i think five ten years ago it was kind of still kind of uh, you didn't know because it was only celebrities athletes prime people in the like media space media landscape has shifted dramatically to where like even your celebrities are kind of stunned when they meet TikTok and YouTubers and like more of our generation and more of your generation know YouTubers and content creators and influencers of this marketing realm rather than like old school celebrities, music artists. Yeah, they know them, but they don't really, they don't have that same effect. And there's a connection with influencers nowadays with the end audience that either brands have understood and they've already jumped on it like current like honey, like these other ones that are like riding this wave, there's an ultimate connection that's you can't really explain yet because of just how connected we are with the human on the other side of the influencer themselves. I'm not going to relate to Kanye. I'm not going to relate to Drake, but I can relate to a Logan Paul. 
I can relate to an Eric, someone that's just crazy enough with a great idea that's willing to put it all on the line to create content and create great stories for people to entertain themselves and watch. So I think that's where a brand needs to think from uh, that perspective of like, find those people rather than just be like, take the good old brand deal of like, this is what we're going to do for our paid media. This is what we're going to do. There's nothing wrong with all that, but like find those content creators that are just like outside the norm, outside of just the box and have that audience, that audience retention that just like, yo, these people are diehard fans. So if I can take my brand and encapsulate it in this influencer, not only is that influencer going to take off and run with it, and we're going to be able to leverage what they have and what they've made, we're going to leverage their audience, their people that are willing to do whatever it takes to watch their next video. That plug is worth like you can't put a dollar amount on that for the amount of people that listen to the impulsive podcast, listen to tiny meat gang, these other emerging content creators that are either doing podcasts, video, what's what have you. Um, I think that's where a brand needs to think from is like leveraging these new age influencers and figuring out, okay, how can I take my product and be able to like add it in to their makeup into their DNA. I don't think it's something like, I think it's a happy medium. So like from the content creator standpoint, like you were saying, the content has to like the creator themselves has to think about like how they're going to able to connect the two dots of this brand and their brand together to make something that's like good and valuable. So I think there's a happy medium and just like, not just trying to find someone out there and just being like, Hey, here's this more of like, keep your eye on the sur- like survey all of the landscape when it comes to content creators and then figure out, Hey, where is this going to be the most leverage? Find someone in your PR departments, find someone that's like your sales team and say, Hey, I want you to like reach out to so many creators this next week, whether it be through DM emails, what have you, whatever is the easiest way. And just be like, we have an idea. Here's like what we're kind of conceptualizing. What do you think? Give us what you would do with this. I think if brands come to that approach, because mo- majority of the time, brands aren't thinking of what I can do for the content creator. The content creator should be like, what can I be doing for the brand? So for the brand in order for them to reach out, a company to reach out to an influencer is kind of like a backward system. But if they're able to approach it from a way of like, hey, this is what we have. This is what we're willing to do. What can you come up with? Rather than the brand trying to come up with something creative, which is usually cheesy. Sorry, there's not like a- just an ad read. Yeah, it's just the basic, like you were saying, let the content creator, let the specialist do their job. Let them create the content. Just give them the assets. Give them the way of how to make it possible and then let them run with it. And like you said, Eric was able to do that with the couches. Like I think there's just so many like- more things to come that we haven't even tapped into for like influencer marketing that if brands are able to think this way, the general mills, the posts, these old, like just companies that have been around for forever that are making good money and aren't going anywhere can continue to like leverage their media and their marketing by just influencers and finding the right people to connect with saying, Hey, here's what we have as a brand. This is what we've been doing. It's not like we're going to hurt if you don't help us. Yeah. Are you willing to take a chance? If so, Here's our idea, run with it. And then it's up to the content creator to be like, all right, I'm going to leverage this. I'm going to utilize this. And they're going to be one of my favorite sponsors because this, this, and this, and they're going to create this kind of content for them. That's the ultimate win for a brand. I feel like. Yeah. Always, always think about the relationship. It's the, yeah. it's the rising tide raise, raises all ships thing. Like mm-hmm. if, if a content creator 
finishes the brand deal with you and then doesn't go and like openly talks about you on a podcast yeah. about having like a really good like work relationship just that with relationship you. like mm-hmm. hmm, that's on you that's yeah. rough yeah because the content creator is going to try because they, they know their audience yeah but that's been it for the no full podcast want to try something new wanted to figure figure out if we could you know do a little bit more structure i think it went well and, yeah. and i am very glad that you joined us um on one camera two camera and we will catch you in the next episode, episode 13. 13. That's an unlucky number. So stay tuned to see what we do. Friday the 13th. Just don't put it out on Fridays. Like True. we got to. But it does. But it does just come out. Just like Friday. skip, skip a Friday just for good luck. Just, just for good luck. We'll, we'll play it. We'll play it. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll liquid, we'll liquid death it. Bro. We'll liquid death it. We'll, we'll see where it goes. But we'll catch you next week. Well done. On the No Full Podcast. Peace out, guys. Deuces.